Hey, welcome to Positively Dad. My name's James Shaw. I'm your host. I'm a dad and uh, excited that you've joined us today. We're kicking off something brand new. So we're kicking off a brand new midweek podcast episode that's in addition to the one we launch every Monday morning. Right On Monday mornings, here's what we do. We talk with experts and, um, and, and people out in the community who are looking at specific things that are going to help us grow as fathers. And this was something that was important to me when I found out I was going to be a dad seven years ago. Right, My wife, Terry, and I have a seven-year-old daughter named Naomi. And when I found out she was coming, I said, I want to be the best dad I can be, right? And so I went out to look for resources and couldn't find many of them. And and so that's why I started Positively Dad. And it's been great. We launched March 1st, and we've had uh, so many great uh, conversations with experts and people on who are helping me grow as a father and as a partner, and I trust they're doing that for you. Well, one cool thing that's happened from this is I've connected with dads all over the country, and I'm learning from them. They're, they're telling me what they're experiencing as a dad and what they're learning and how they're working with their partners and what they wish they knew and what they're doing well and what they aren't doing so well and, and all these things. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be cool to have some of these dads on? So that's what we're kicking off today. Today's the very first dad talk episode, and this is when we're going to have you know real dads on and we're going to have real talk. We're going to talk about their life and what they've learned, what they wish they knew, what they think they're really, they've really done well, uh, what their biggest opportunities have been as a father, and that's what we're going to look at today. And about a week ago, I put out a, a note that we were going to do this on our social media platforms. Uh, we're on Instagram and Twitter and, and Facebook at Positively Dad, and I got a bunch of responses back, and so I thank everyone who reached out. And I'm really excited today to have our first dad on. His name's Travis, and uh, he's from Springfield, Missouri. And he's just going to share with us a little bit about what he's learned. So, Travis, thanks so much for being on the very first Dad Talk episode of Positively Dad. You bet. So, now, tell us a little bit about you. Well, I am a team leader for Keller Williams in Springfield, Missouri, a father of two girls that are 10 and 11, and they're going into the sixth and fifth grade. And I've been married for coming on 15 years here next weekend. So, um, wow, well, just a brief about me. Yeah, well, congratulations on 15 years, and and I'm sure you love being a dad, and you got two girls in your house, and you know, I, I mean, gosh, they're you said they're how old again? They are just turned 10 and 11, so they're really really close, and people often jokingly ask us, are they twins? Because they look a lot alike, so um, pretty much twins, uh, but they're a lot of fun. I bet, and. And so with that, I mean, with, with two girls and, and, you know, 15 years of marriage and you got your oldest is 11, I imagine if you think about it, there's probably a lot of stuff you're real proud of and there's some stuff you're not so proud of. As, as you, <laughs> as you think, yeah, as you think back as to, you know, the first 10 years, 10, 11 years of being a dad and you look at your girls now, what is it that you just, you know, you go, you know what, I'm just, I'm thankful that that, you know, I've helped guide them in this way? Or what is it, I guess, as a dad, you really feel like you've done well? Well, James, that's a tough question. But I, I think that what I really look at is how do people speak of my children? You know, do they, do they say they're well-behaved? Do they say that they uh, treat others kindly? <clears throat> you know, that's the thing that I'm always the most concerned about is, is not really focused as much on the achievements academically. And they do well academically. And I'm not as worried about you know, sports or anything like that. Uh, those are all things that are part of and they're fun, but I don't let those define who they are. 
Well, what I'm focused on most of all is who they're becoming and who they become. I tell them all the time, I have you for 18 years, right? And so my job is to make sure that you become great human beings, great adults, great contributors to society, that they treat others well and that they learn how to think on their own. And so um, I really focus a lot on emotional intelligence and growth in that aspect. How do you know if you're really helping them grow their EQ? Yeah, that's a great question, James. I really look at how they respond to life events. So I really want to know when they have a challenge, when they have a heartache, when they're facing adversity, whether it be with friends or with each other or with anything in life, you know, I'm always looking at how they respond. Does it get them in a funk? Do they respond and just throw a fit? Or do they have the social skills, emotional skills to reflect uh, on the situation in a bigger, in a bigger view? and think longer term and think about, you know, who they're in control of. And we, we, you know, those are all conversations we have. Every, every adversity is an opportunity. Every challenge is an opportunity to dissect and, and learn. And so that's what I always get excited about. When, when they hit a road bump, I always say, let's, let's have a conversation about what we learned in this situation and what we can learn from this on a go forward basis. And because I always tell them we can't control anybody but ourselves. So what we've got to learn to do is, is, understand why we react the way we do and learn how we can respond better the next time. Or if we did a great job, I'm just, I'm thankful for him. I tell him, I, you know, I tell him all the time, great job. You did, you did this absolutely well. There's nothing more you could have done in that situation. And so that's what I'm trying to do is, is watch how they respond to things. I guess is the greatest, greatest um, indicator if I'm winning or losing there. Well, what's a time then that you've seen that and you've just been really proud? I would say that, you know, here recently, I think both kids have had kids that have been a little bit rough to them. I would guess mean would be the, <laughs> the popular word to say, but just haven't really treated them what I feel like is with a good heart and, and have been a little bit, um, I won't say bully. I think that word gets used a lot, but have just not been kind to them. And so what I've really watched is how they've responded to that. And I ask them questions. Okay, what'd you say then? What'd you do then? And when I find, you know, that they responded in a great way and they, both of them did in situations. And in fact, both of them have started praying for those people, which I think is huge and it shows their heart. So now that you have, a, you know, a decade plus worth of experience as a dad, what do yeah. you know now that you wish you knew when you became a father? Oh, man, I think being a business uh, minded uh, coach focused person. I spend, uh, I sometimes talk a little bit over my kids and I, I use every opportunity to, you know, try to <laughs> try to coach them. And a lot of times they don't want to be coached. They just want you, you just got to sit in the moment and go, man, I just really stinks. I'm sorry you hurt. Sorry that happened to you. You know, that's, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. I often forget that as a parent. Uh, Isn't I, that I, kind I, of a dad trait? Don't we want to always come in and <laughs> rescue and fix everything yes. and solve everything? I mean, we run into this. I know sometimes I've had my wife will say, honey, I'm telling you this not because I want you to fix it right away. I just want you to hear me. Yeah. Or I remember yeah. a time my sister called me about something and, and I went to solve it. And she said, I don't need you to be my dad. I need you to be my brother. Like, just listen uh-huh. to me for a minute. I mean, don't we jump in and want to fix everything all the time? I love a good problem. I love a good, I love to be the savior, the solution guy. That's just part of the way I'm wired. And so I've learned that is a big thing uh, that I've tried to learn. And then the second thing I think I've learned is that I've placed a lot of value on events 
trying to set up events with my kids to do things with my kids. And quite frankly, they don't care. They don't care about events. They don't care about stuff. All they care about is you being totally focused on them and loving them. And they know, when they know they're your priority and you're totally focused on them, you're given that time and that energy and that, you know, that love, that affection, that is everything to them. So I think as a parent, we kind of get caught up in social media thinking we need to take our kids on trips or we need to do this or do that or go to this place and do this. No, no, you don't need to do anything. I mean, I look back when my kids were a little bitty, their favorite, their, some of their favorite toys were cardboard boxes. And I'm thinking, yeah. okay, we're sitting here at Christmas time and wrapping gifts and they're playing with a cardboard box. That just kind yeah. of gives you perspective. And it's the same thing with raising kids. It does. It reminds me of a, a time last year. I was gone for a week and a half. I had some different speaking engagements in different places, including I had to go overseas. And when I came back, I remember coming home and uh, getting up the next morning and I'm talking to Terry and I go, what should we do today? You know, what are we going to do today to hang out as a family? And Terry looked at me and she said, you can start by taking your daughter somewhere because you know, she'd yeah. been a week and a half and she was kind of over it. And I said, you got it. So uh, Naomi and I got in the car. Naomi was six. We got in the car. I didn't know what we were going to do. I had to run an errand and pick up something. And then we went to a, 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 a little place and had a little bite of lunch. And then we just drove down to Clearwater Beach. We're only about 10, 10 miles from Clearwater Beach. We just drove down to Clearwater Beach you know, that morning. And we just walked around as the sun kind of was coming up. And I remember Naomi's holding my hand. And I remember her saying, Daddy, you are the best dad and this is the best day. And, yeah. and, and then she said, you could give me, this is, this is an exact quote. I'll never forget it. You could give me ice cream every day and you would not be the best dad. This is the best day. And, and I thought, and the aha from that was all she wanted to do was just spend time. I didn't have to do anything yeah. fancy. We went and got yeah. uh, fast food and walked on the beach for, for 20 minutes. And, um, and that's not a big deal. And, and and for her, though, just to spend time, that was great. So, yeah, I hear what you're saying. It's really easy to get caught up and we've got a plus one everything. Right. And plus this and yeah. plus that. And the truth is, your girls just want to spend time with you. Yeah, it really comes down to knowing their love languages. You know what I mean? That's, if you haven't read that book, Five Love Languages, amazing book. And, you know, I know my girls, both of their love language. One of them is, you know, she loves hugs. So she's a physical touch. And, and the other one is. um quality time. And, and as long as I stay focused on those two things and serving them, not from my love language, but from theirs, it's, it's, it's always been much, much better. What's been the biggest challenge you faced, you know, in this 11 years of being a dad, 15 years of marriage. And I do want to talk about your relationship with your wife in a minute. Think about though, as yeah. a parent, what's, what's the biggest challenge that you faced and the biggest growth opportunity you've had? Well, I think uh, in the moment, discipline has always been the most challenging for me. You know, I was raised by a, a very traditional, very stern parents, and I was a boy, right? So my dad was fairly hard with me. He did not spare the rod to spoil the child. And so for the transition to a girl's, and how do I make that shift, you know, and, and not get angry? Because, I mean, I can just look at my girls wrong and they'll start crying. You know what I mean? So how do you mean business with them? And then they, they know that you're serious but yet not crush their spirit or get them to be fear-based because that's not what I want. Um, what I want them to do is learn to self-realize and, and all that stuff. So I would say that that was the hardest one. But I really feel like I'm, I just kind of reflected on this the other day. And my kids, I can't tell you the last time 
Well, I and I had you know Bristol about two weeks ago, but other than that, I didn't you know I just had to get onto her, just had to look at her and go, hey, listen, you know we've we've had this conversation multiple times now. We're not having it anymore. You've lost this for infinite, like never again. Maybe you may never get this, may never get the ability to watch TV ever again. <laughs> you know, and so she's like, and she knows it now, and so I think that discipline's always the most controversial in our household. It's the one I question myself. Am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? And that's probably been because you, you want kids to get the severity of if they make a mistake, there are consequences in this world, uh, legal and everything else and, and job performance. And so you want them to understand personal responsibility and all those things. And those things don't come unless you have tough conversations. So that's been, without a doubt, the most challenging thing for me. That's been a big lesson I've learned, too. I did a podcast on it a while back with somebody that talked about discipline and, and her message was really about spanking, which it sounds like that. I mean, you grew up in a traditional family. I did too. This is what happened when you're in trouble. And the research says there's absolutely zero value in it whatsoever. And, and that, and I don't have judgment for people who do that. You know, if, if yeah. you've, if that's your form of discipline that you, you actually believe that's the best form and it may be because that's how you're raised. And yet the research says it doesn't work. And so then we would be a timeout family, Travis. We would just go, okay, timeout for five minutes. Well, then I learned that that doesn't really help either. The When it comes to discipline, the discipline has to have a relationship to whatever it is that happened. So if, if you know, the, the if you're taking away the TV, it's because they were watching something they weren't supposed to watch and they knew that, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Because you're, you're teaching. This goes back to helping with EQ, like you said before. We want to take it and turn it into a life lesson. Hey, I have a question for you then. I mean, you're not doing this solo. You're married, have been 15 years. Sure. And, um, you know, I imagine that there's things you've, you and your wife are proud of, things that you're proud of, things she's proud of, and then times you're just, not so excited about or didn't work out. What have been the biggest <laughs> lessons you've learned about your marriage as you two have become parents? Oh, well, that's a, that's a good one. I think that communication is our biggest struggle and it's something that we've learned that, that kids desire most. You know, my oldest really wants to know what's going on and she's a planner. She's a high detail person. My youngest could, she's in the clouds all the time. She just, <laughs> details are not her thing, you know? So we've learned that we have to communicate and expectations to each other. So we're on the same page, uh, whether that's from a you know strategy for the day or discipline or whatever, you name it. Um, so we have to be on the same page. And so that was something, you know, we learned early on. Our kids are kids, are kids and they're ornery. And so they would learn how to manipulate things. <laughs> and the first time I'll never forget one of my kids asked me for something. I said no. And then they went to their mom. And she said, yes. And I saw my daughter doing something. She's probably four or five. She wasn't very old. I went to my wife and I said, okay, did you know this happened? She's like, oh, no, I didn't. And so we set both of our girls down and said, if you ever do this, there's going to be very severe consequences. You can ask us. We say, no, there's no, you are not going to get in trouble for that. But if you ask one and then go to the other, oh, wow. You, you've just really done something. here. And we explained to them why that's a no-no. And so I, I said, no, no, that's funny. But uh, I said that years, but, but we just have fun with the kids and we communicate. And, and I think that when we're on the same page, we love each other and we're a unified uh, front, I, I think that benefits our kids tremendously. They have to know uh, that we're not divisive and they can't play us against each other. And one's not superior to the other. We're together and we're equal and we love each other. And we, you know, all that stuff is, 
it's talked about, but it's so important because it shows up in a better way with our kids when we do that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you doing this. is our first ever Dad Talk episode. And Travis, I appreciate you being the one to do it. As we wrap up, just is there anything, any message that you want other dads to hear that you've learned as, as your experience of a dad that, that you just think would be a value for them as we wrap up? Yeah, never, you know, no mistake is ever fatal. I've, one of the things I'm proudest of, and, you know, sometimes we do things that are embarrassing, but I'm proudest of every time I've ever done something that's embarrassing to me, or I've gotten angry for something that probably wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, I apologize immediately, right there publicly. And that's something that uh, I, I wish more dads would do. I think a lot of times people have pride and ego and they let that get in their way. And I just tell them all the time, hey, I'm not perfect. I'm going to make mistakes. Uh, the situation here, I this is what I should have done. Your daddy didn't do that, and it's a mistake, and you need to know that, and I'm sorry. And every time I've done that with my kids, and um, they've always been like, wow, you know, that they've really respected that, and obviously uh, my wife does that as well. So as a parent, don't feel like you have to be perfect. Don't feel like, you, you know, you have to know everything and do everything right. Uh, take the time to, to uh, immediately. I mean, timing is the issue. You wait 10 days to tell them probably not as important, but you need to recognize right then, man, I screwed up. I'm going to tell you I did. I'm going to own it because that teaches your kids that too. They, they learn that as well. And so that's one thing. And the second thing is have a ritual. One of the things I've always learned that, you know, I'm a man of faith. And so not putting my faith on anybody else, but every night I pray, I pray with my kids and they love that. And I, I don't know that it's the, the, the spiritual aspect so much for them right now that they get but they definitely get the connecting. They That's one-on-one time with me and their dad every single night, right before they go to bed, they know they're valued and they're loved. And so have a ritual and forget, you know, don't be afraid to say forgiveness. I think were two things I would tell you that I wish every dad would, uh, would, would implement if they could. Awesome. Travis, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much for doing this Thank and sharing and, and, uh, and, and best of luck to all, all of you and congratulations on your anniversary. Thanks buddy. What a great way to kick off the first Dad Talk episode of Positively Dad, and I trust you got value out of it. We're going to do it every week, so just watch for it in the middle of the week. It'll come out in addition to the episode that we launch every Monday where we're talking to somebody that's helping us grow as fathers. We'll do this episode as well in the middle of the week where we're talking to actual dads, and I think Travis gave us some good stuff. What stood out to me was his talk about, hey, we don't have to solve things all the time. You know, as he looks back, he goes, that's the one thing that he kind of wishes he knew before. We have a, a, a blog. We wrote a blog about that, oh, not too long ago, about how, you know, we can step back from solving all of our kids' problems and why we should. And we walked through kind of four strategies for us to look at um, to be able to help our kids kind of figure out and grow through these things on their own and when we should be involved and when we shouldn't be involved. So you might want to go to PositivelyDad.com and check out that. Again, it's called uh, How to Step Back from Solving Your Kids' Problems and Why You Should. You'll find it on the blog section of the Positively Dad website. Now, if you are out there listening and you'd like to join me for an episode, then let me know. Send me an email at james at positivelydad.com and we'll connect and get one recorded and have a conversation. Get it out to the people because I think we all grow when we have these conversations together. Also, if you do us a favor, would you follow us on your social media platforms, You know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're at Positively Dad. And if you can leave us a review wherever you listen to the, to the, to the podcast, we'd really, really appreciate it. All right, so thanks for joining us again for the first Dad Talk episode of Positively Dad. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.